0: Welcome to the TMZ podcast. Derek here, Fabian here. I uh, hope everyone had a good Labor Day weekend. We've got a four pack of stories here, yes, so we why do. don't you kick us off with Michael Jackson? So
1: we have a special airing tonight on Fox at eight seven Central. Check it out. Um, it's called "Who Really Killed Michael Jackson," and we have an exclusive clip from that special. Uh, Spoiler
0: alert! It's not Conrad Murray.
1: It's like not Conrad likes, Murray. You know. It is Michael Jackson's ex-wife and the mother of his children, Debbie Rowe. And it's kind of an interesting clip. So Debbie Rowe sat down for this interview with us, and she's basically saying that she was she used to work for this dermatologist in Beverly Hills named Dr. Arnold Klein, who I guess was famous back then, really rubbed shoulders with some famous people, and really alleged, wanted
0: access. to And allegedly,
1: at least according to Debbie, allegedly supplied a lot of famous people with a lot of drugs, including powerful painkillers and she and she says that arnold klein would basically trade drugs for invites to these parties and basically just for access to the celebrity lifestyle um and she says that he was plying michael jackson with demerol and drugs for months leading up to his death so basically dr klein seems to have a hand at least In part uh, to Michael's death.
0: Yeah, I mean the documentary is sort of fascinating because everyone associates Michael Jackson's death with Conrad Murray, who was the guy by his bedside, the last doctor uh, to attend to Michael before he died, and got charged. Um, But it really reveals that the addiction problem and and the and the you know substance abuse went a lot further. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, Michael, by the end of his life, had something like 19 aliases. He was getting scripts from everywhere. And apparently, Dr. Klein, who Debbie Rowe worked for... Yeah, uh, I, think, and that, I a, think
1: that's actually how she met Michael Jackson. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So he did
0: like use he this doctor and, you know, she ended up being the mother of, of his children. But, right. you know, it sounds like he would... Go to these parties and bring Percocets, yeah. bring demo bring, uh, bring Percocets, bring uh, what else? Quaaludes. I've heard. Right, she she says they were out Just on, put a, them in a, candy on dish. a
1: candy dish for people. It, it sounds
0: it, like a '70s swinger party. You see, I've seen movies where there's a eyes wide shut kind of. To be yes. honest. <laughs> Um, so it's it's pretty fascinating, though, because he's not a name that you hear a lot. If you're really a big Michael Jackson fan, you'd heard of Arnie Klein before. Sure. But if you're sort of a casual observer of things that go on. Yeah, this uh, guy's kind of flown under the radar for sure. And it's it's interesting because Debbie Rowe,
1: like the fact that she spoke to us and wanted to get this off her chest, you can tell that yep. this is eating her up because in the special, she alludes to the fact that she feels partly responsible as well for what happened to Michael Jackson. Because, again, he was getting... Applied with drugs, like apparently day after day yeah. after day, we, there's surveillance video from within their office of him going in seemingly alert, fully alert, and then coming out looking like a zombie. Yeah. Um. And it all stems from him, I guess, like with the accident with the Pepsi commercial, he burned himself. And from I guess dating back then, he'd been on these powerful opioids and whatnot. Sure. Uh, including Demerol. So it's just, it's a sad, uh, it's a and sad she, thing.
0: She brings a fascinating perspective. So like I said, she's the mother of his children. So she's in Michael Jackson's personal sphere, but she also worked with Dr. Arnie Klein right. in, in a professional capacity. So she really has a unique perspective to, yeah, she's to kind of bear on everything. She is yeah. the bridge on telling this entire story. Um, I'm, I'm looking looking forward to it because I, I think I you know I, I think it's good for these deep investigations, a few years removed. I mean he died in 2009. Right. Jeez, lots of years removed. 13 yeah. years without like Michael a Jackson. Plus away. Yeah. It's remarkable. <laughs> I um, still
1: remember the day that it happened, actually, to be honest. It
0: really me. is. It's one of those yeah. moments like 9 11, like the Kennedy assassination that I think people sort of remember where they were, yeah. remember how they consumed the news. I remember that TMZ broke the story. I had I didn't work at TMZ at the time, neither did you. This no, is long no, before no. our I was, time. I was just a child back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were a kid. I was not so much a kid, I was working yeah, right. at a law firm, but I I remember the story sort of breaking and it was it was massive and, and it, it still sort of resonates to this day. I think you'll see that a lot of people um, will be interested in this documentary and want to see sort of what the real story is because a lot of it was shrouded as the, as the information sort of dribbled out, people coalesced around this idea that Conrad Murray was responsible for Michael Jackson's death. And this documentary has a, a different perspective on things. It does.
1: And one other thing I'll note is that I don't want to bait people with the Debbie Rowe interview, even though she does not do interviews. This is an exclusive one. It, it's rare. She does not talk about Michael Jackson. We should just say that up front. She doesn't get personal. So if you're looking for tea about MJ, You're not going to get it from Debbie, but she does talk about Dr. Klein and his relationship with Michael Jackson, which is fascinating in and of itself.
0: He, yeah. The purpose of the documentary is not to really be an expose no, on, on Michael no. Jackson's life writ large. This right. is a really focused investigation of what contributed to his death right. and, and and the popular conception of Conrad Murray. is actually deeper than that. It's not as if he was not responsible at all, but he By was certainly not. the on, He's man. in the interview. He's in he's the special
1: there. too. He's he, in our special.
0: Yeah. And it's good to sort of hear from him because I think he's shouldered a lot and, and, yeah. and some of it, you know, sort of fair. At the For time, sure. he was he was the attending physician. He had a lot to do with the propofol administered that night. Right. Uh, but it's a broader story, and I think it's good to realize that drug addiction is not a one-night affair. No, I, you know, It is not. something if that it, accumulates over opposite. time. Yeah. Exactly. And I think this does, this documentary does a lot to explore. So like Fabian said, it airs tonight. It's at eight, seven central on Fox.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's eight o'clock local time on Fox. So basically whatever local time you're in, it'll air at that time on eight o'clock on your local Fox station. And then the next day it's gonna be on Hulu streaming. So you can catch it there as well. Uh, so check it out. It's called Who Really Killed Michael Jackson. It's really good. I know Harvey's super proud of it. Dr. Conrad Murray was convicted of killing Michael Jackson. But that's not the real story. Who really killed Michael Jackson? Doctors like Arnold Klein, who regularly plied patients with opioids. People died. In some way, I was part of it. Give me a minute. I will always love Michael. There's a lot of folks to blame that have never had a reckoning. TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson, September 6th on Fox. Uh, and with that, I think we can go ahead and uh, move on to our next big story. God, this one is just this is massive. This is, and huge. you're a movie buff, so I'm, you I'm really a, care about this. I'm a big this. movie I'm guy. Movie I was watching this yesterday. I was I was actually watching the entire Venice Film Festival and the premiere of Don't Worry, Darling. In general, yes, there's a lot of a lot of drama. But let's focus on Harry Styles apparently spitting on Chris Pine and it, it was caught on video. And so
0: set this up for me. They're, they're, they're sitting on stage. Chris Pine is already sitting down. He's next to Olivia Wilde, the director of the film.
1: Yes, and this is before the movie's yeah. even
0: screened. Before so it screens. So
1: Olivia Wilde's already seated. Chris Pine is already seated. Harry Styles is coming into his seat, which is uh, right next to Chris Pine,
0: to rapturous applause. I yes. mean, Harry Styles has become such a huge celebrity. Oh my god! For very, sure. very quickly, he's now yes. like I, I think of him kind of like the young David Bowie, sort of a little he's bit a out wannabe there. Bowie but for sure. Yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. So he's walking <laughs> out. Chris is already sitting there, has a sort of bemused look on his face, right? And he's, to, and he, to and this and he's clapping. Everyone's yes. clapping
1: for Harry as, as he's coming in, and as he's plopping himself down in the motion of doing that, he apparently, and it, it looks like it to me, he, he apparently like kind of leans forward in Chris Pine's lap's direction. Yes. Seems to purse his lips, seems to purse his lips. That's kind of what I perceive, at least. Look, I perceive it as well, but go on. Yeah, and he... But, he, but, but, he, but the telltale is the reaction. Yes. He apparently spits and then sits down as if nothing happened. And Chris Pine, mid-clap, everyone's clapping as as well, including Chris Pine, he stops mid-clap and, and seemingly in shock looking down at his lap as if, to, as if saying in He's his mind... He's sort incredulous. Did this he, he, just happen? Exactly. Yes. He's like, did this... Did you really just spit on me, bro? That's yeah. kind of the thought in that I think In front of an just, audience. Yes, and then eventually he kind of like looks up and is like smiling to himself and it kind of looks over to Harry like...
0: Harry looks a little self-satisfied as if I did that and I can't be caught he doesn't make eye contact with him. doesn't uh, sort of rush to say an apology which would also be consistent with not spitting on him there's nothing to apologize for if he didn't spit on him so it's it's hard to read it's like a pruder
1: I I do believe he spit on him it looks to me like he spit on him the jury is out because there's no conclusive evidence there's different angles which people can go see on our site you can go see the video on our site too by the way Um,
0: neither has said anything which to me indicates there's a little bit of smoke
1: yes and and again uh, Chris Pine's reaction says at all, in my opinion, and yep. it's 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 fascinating because if he did spit on him, and if Harry continued on and carried on the way he did, it's diabolical. It really because he, he basically he knows you you're first of all you're a pro. You're not going to say anything right <laughs> exactly. now. You're not going to make. You're a not going to blow this moment up you're not, and stand up. You're and not going to make me. a scene look I know it's easier said than done especially in hindsight and it's I'm not trying to play tough guy here but if somebody spit on me I would I would certainly do or say something
0: it's pretty tough not to have an immediate reaction sort of you know yes but it was sort of more incredulous and didn't it didn't look it like contained. he was gonna stand up it was yes, contained yes, it was very tightly contained now Chris Pine has been an actor for longer than Harry Styles yes. which I think is key here he's he's the consummate professional his yes. reputation is as the nicest Chris out Absolutely. there when they talk about the you know Chris Hemsworth the he's Chris known for having Evans. the flip
1: phone and everything yes. he's
0: got this very good reputation. People love Chris Pine. Now, my question is, let's break this down more because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm fascinated by it. The movie <laughs> is fraught. Uh, There are lots of problems going on with Olivia Wilde and, oh, and Shia God. LaBeouf's former involvement in the film. Whether he was fired then, um, or whether he yes. uh, quit the film has been an object of fascination. Shia says, yes. I left the film. He, he released, I think, an audio tape. Yeah,
1: so we, we, we've we been covering this on, on the Movie Crashers podcast. And by the way, we're going to get into this in more depth today on Movie Crashers as well, but to your point, this is the cherry on top of what was already a yes. very drama-filled Sunday. Not, yes. not this was happened on Monday. I'm talking about a Sunday ice cream, is what I mean. Um, but yes, like Olivia Wilde and. Florence Pugh, there's perceived rumored beef there. And, yes. But, and the fact that Florence Pugh actually showed up late, she she skipped the presser, right. but still made it for the red carpet, and then made it for the premiere. And, she, and by the way, during the standing ovation at the end of the movie for Florence Pugh, because apparently she did really well in this movie, the movie itself is getting meh reviews but anyway, but when she was getting her round of applause at the end, Olivia Wilde is far removed. She's on the yeah. end of the aisle, away. And if you look at Florence Pugh, because I was looking at all the photos. Sure. She never interacts directly with Olivia Wilde at all that day. It doesn't look in her direction at all. So I think that there's some there's some fire here. We're all the, There's all this the smoke. I think there's this actually is, fire. And her- Harry and Olivia
0: obviously are, are, are together. Are together or may, this, maybe they're not because they didn't even sit next to each other. They didn't show up to Venice together. I, I don't know that interesting. what's he, going on. Did he come out and was he sort of upset to see... Chris not leave the seat open next to Olivia. No, no, no. I wonder if that affected it. I have a theory. So
1: because they were doing press. So basically the way it works is you show up you're all doing press together. There's the main press conference, right? Which mm-hmm. is where everyone's sitting at the same table, but there's also, they're all, each person's kind of paired off separately, too, to do okay. different interviews. Harry and Chris were paired together in their own interview. And if yeah, I watched the interview- oh, it, was, it was with a different outlet. Okay. But they were paired together. Harry was there was,
0: tension in that interview? There was, dude. Oh, I, I, I'm, gonna go tell, I'm, I'm gonna go tell
1: Brad about this in a second, okay. because there's the interview- Tell and, us here, this, so this is fresh th- this news. This is fresh news. So basically in that interview, where it's just Harry and Chris, Harry's taking the lead in answering all the questions and frankly, his answers are are silly. Like he sounds yes. like a he sounds like a dope answering these questions. He's talking about
0: he's oh, a little this, out of his depth as, as in a little the, in the thespian circles. It sounds is, like to me. And I've you, seen and him. you
1: see Harry kind of taking the lead, and Chris Pine is just sitting back, far removed, checked out, and he's you can hear him listening, and he seems to kind of swallow and grimace a little bit oh, at boy. one of his answers. And I think it's possible that Harry might have picked up on that picked up on that or been notified about it by his team later and said hey did you see this Chris Pine thing Because it was, it was getting picked up in like live in the moment right got it and it's possible it's possible I don't know if this is true this is just a theory but I think Harry Styles might have seen that and in a fit of peak and also, on yes, it. and also <laughs> when when Florence Pugh arrived yes. at the red carpet, Chris Pine he, first of all he doesn't have a, a cell, a, a, an iPhone. He has no. He has a flip phone camera. Yeah, he had an old school like uh, film camera with him, and he was taking pictures of Florence on the red carpet, like really, like yes, man, like you know, it's a jokey. It was a jokey thing. So maybe factions have been uh, formed. Lines, yeah, factions have been formed. So. There's lines drawn. I Chris Pine, so. maybe
0: a Florence Pugh uh, acolyte or, or yes, fan, I, and. And I think, I, the I think that's end.
1: what's going on.
0: This it's is fascinating. I don't know why is. it seems very old school. 90s, the 90s and the early 2000s used to have a lot of drama on they set. Did. There were, there were storylines. A lot lines. of feuds. Yes. A lot of Storylines Feuds, feuds are movies. dead. They're dead. I, I mean, I remember Mr. and Mrs. Smith was a huge movie. <laughs> yes. But the, the 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 plot of the movie was secondary to the drama between Jennifer Angelina Aniston, Jolie, yeah, Jennifer Aniston, and Brad Pitt. 100%. It was the movie where maybe Angelina and Brad fell in love. That right. was always the rumor. Jennifer Aniston, sort of the, the wife left behind. Yeah. So there were these storylines this is the first movie I've seen in the modern era where the story where the, the, back, the movie looks kind of cool the it looks like stuff, a Stepford
1: Wives kind of movie is, Yeah, that's, uh, people say it's a knockoff of that and we'll sure. say I'm going to see the movie when it comes out the, later this month but, but you're right it's completely like, obscured the, the, the by drama, the drama the drama in the background is at the forefront of the conversation
0: it's that's, fascinating it is, to me it is so, really, so let I me love ask it, you this. I love it let me take a step back so let's say that Chris Pine comes out and says uh, he was obvi- obviously upset about something and yeah he, he, he spit on me what does this do to Harry Styles who right now is cresting as one of the most important Pop stars, uh, sort of broader than a pop star. If, if this movie takes off, he will be a movie star. Does this it, derail is, him? Does this sort of launch him? Does it? Is there an anti Chris Pine sentiment that, they're, they're, that that erupts? What if, is going to go first on? First of all, here? the video I think speaks for itself
1: uh, and people make their own decisions, but like. He's going to have to address this. I think Harry he is, is going to have to address it Because if
0: people are reaching
1: out to reps, like, rep, the, uh, queries are out yes. at this point. Like, the, the, the reach out to reps is out there, so they're going to have to respond eventually. Spitting and is so
0: disrespectful. It I'm is, not sure and, how he and, handles and, it. it if he I got to be honest.
1: Like, based on what I can see, it does look like he spits on them and if that is in fact true I think this puts a stand on Harry Styles because he's got this like kind of like this like perfect it boy thing about him he's very you know, very pro LGBT. He's got a lot of goodwill with yes. a lot of people right now, and I and his fans are kind of crazy, frankly. Not yes. to be mean, but they're a little rabid, so they're going to get behind him no matter what. But like, just generally from like regular people, I think this puts a stand on. him. like, who is this guy? Like, I'm going to
0: follow this closely because Chris hasn't. Chris Pine could have rushed. Chris is to like clarify. a 50 year old man. He, yeah, he's an older actor yeah. now, and he could have rushed to clarify. This guy didn't spit on me. It's a weird right, angle. We didn't. We're co stars. He hasn't said anything, and that's what not. has led to all the suspicion. Uh, we will continue to follow will. this because this is fascinating. Obviously, catnip the idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So, download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R A K U T E N. Let's move on for now. To uh, sort of a sadder story. That was a yeah. sort of fun. I mean, it's spit, obviously. Yeah, it's, a it's a little it's upsetting, but juicy it's, a, gossip. it's a fun, it's juicy, juicy gossip. Bo- this is this is a, a continuation of the sad saga of Britney Spears yeah. post conservatorship life. So now her son, all the all the attention has shifted to her sons, Jaden and Sean Preston. These yes. are sons with Kevin Feder- Federline. Uh, Jaden gave an interview uh, where he expressed uh, some some you know. Some upset that he tended to be favored um, as as one of the two sons, and that made him uncomfortable. She, and he's she, the younger one. He is the younger son, right. and and he says, Brittany favored me, and it was sort of awkward for me to watch and witness how little attention she gave to my brother Preston. Right. Uh, Brittany, rather than sort of sitting back and sort of taking the high road, has gotten in the mud with her sons, which is a very yeah. strange approach. She re- released another audiophile, and... Um, so so take a listen, this is what she has to say about how her son Jaden has been commenting on her in the media. So Jaden, as you undermine my behavior, just like my whole family always has, with, I hope she gets better, I will pray for her. Pray for what? I keep working so I can pay off mom's legal fees in her house. Do you guys want me to get better so I can continue to give your dad 40 grand a month? or the reasoning behind you guys deciding to be hateful is because it's actually over in two years and you don't get anything. And if I didn't shower you guys with gifts and have amazing food ready and play a motherfucking saint, it was still never good enough. This is awful. It's, yeah. it's awful to listen to a mother it, sort of speak of her sons I, in this way. I do. It's coming from a place of pain, though. It seems this family needs some therapy, but not to air these things publicly. And
1: I got to say, like, I know I'm happy that Britney Spears is out of her conservatorship. I, I think she was in it for way too long. That that's separate than, than this now. Without that, Britney Spears is out. I got to say, every every time she speaks, it gets uglier and uglier. She just, she's not well spoken. She's just uh, just spouting off whatever comes to her mind, and she's not filtered or polished. And I got to say, especially when you're aiming at your young kids... It looks bad. This is a bad look, and she sounds vulgar. She sounds well. She this, makes, is, she, this she, she, is low class behavior, in my opinion. I'm not trying to be mean to Britney Spears. No, but this listen, is low that's, class. That's
0: an opinion a lot of people share. Uh, look to to put the target on on your young sons. At one point during the audio, she says uh, that he's sort of parroting his fa- his his grandfather, her father, yeah. Jamie Spears, and that's really fighting words because we know what Jamie thinks of her father, right. and if she has any of those emotions towards her son, who really is just an innocent in all of this, she can she can have a a sort of big sort of uh, conflict with her father. But Jaden and Sean Preston, regardless of what you think of them, didn't do anything to sort of deserve this kind of upbringing. And yes, no. she brings up the money, which I think is quite gauche. I mean, it's it's well known yes. that she is the breadwinner. She's much more successful in a professional sense than Kevin Federline ever was. Yeah. But yeah, he collected 40 grand and he, and he largely continues. raised those two boys. He I did. mean, they weren't with her for a large portion of their life. Remember, the conservatorship started, lasted 13 years. Yeah. These boys are... uh I think fifteen and sixteen. Yeah. That's the vast majority of their life where their mother was laboring under a conservatorship, which she obviously didn't like, right? Uh, and as and as you know, you know, sort of occasioned a lot of pain on on Britney. I yeah. feel sad when I listen to this stuff. I don't feel I do. mad at Britney necessarily. I feel sad that this is playing out in such a public setting. I agree. And and to the
1: uh, the whole point about like oh like you're just maybe this is about money. Like you're not you're you're getting off the gravy train in a couple of years. I got to be honest. The, I think the kids want to get so Say far your away. Kids are on a gravy train. Yeah. I think the kids want to get so far away from Britney and I think that they can't wait until they're 18 and just kind of just wipe their hands with all of it and just move on with their lives. Because, I hope. Like,
0: you think there'll be some reconciliation though? I mean, no. their mother is Britney Spears and she is because they, she, they said battling s- some demons. You're right. And I think
1: and they may see her that way. Uh, the kids said publicly through their father as well that they're, they're stepping away from Britney because they don't like her public behavior. And in response to that, what is she, what do they get? More public behavior from Britney Spears. So that's, she's only pushing them away further. It's, it's sad, and it's...
0: Her access to social media, which was a big bone of contention during the conservatorship, was, I don't think has been a net positive in her no, life, but you don't. can have your views on whether the yeah. conservatorship Some people conservatorship see it as refreshing or
1: whatever, but I don't. I think this Ugh. is tacky and just sad in my opinion.
0: But. It's, it's, it's a very, very tough situation. I don't see it getting better anytime soon no, either. She's still battling legally her father in court. There's depositions scheduled, all sorts of things like that. Yeah. I don't see that sort of thawing in any meaningful way. She has Matt Rosengart sort of He's not her conservator, obviously. The conservatorship right. ended, but he is her new advocate. And it's she very is. strange to watch a lawyer become your advocate because a lawyer's mode, I, I'm an attorney, is the default is contentious conflict. We resolve through conflict. Mm. And therapists and other type of people resolve through Amicably. consent and amicable yes. means. So I don't know. And this is not to blame sort of Matt Though yeah, He's, are a, he's a bit of a pebble, isn't he? But yeah, oh. when, when you orient yourself that way, and if you're the main voice in her ear, she may be more combative. It's right. just its
1: just my sort of Opinion, what, what, but where is sam in all this does he even exist anymore like what is his role and i don't even i don't even want to talk. you're about right it. he's Let's, been
0: very quiet throughout this he does voice some support uh for her issues with her sons but sort of mild yeah. he knows he's the new guy on the block yes, and he's, he's not going <laughs> he to that, you know he knows his place intrude. <laughs> um so speaking of knowing their place this is a fascinating oh little story God, This as was well.
1: this was probably one of the biggest stories of the weekend uh, tell me about uh, it. it's it's equally scalding of tea as as the whole chris pine thing but so larza pippen was photographed hanging out in Miami with Michael Jordan's uh, second oldest child, which is his son, Marcus. Yes. Who is 31 years old. Lars, I believe, Not is a like, kid anymore. That's, not that, that, a kid. That's going to play into this. Lars is 48. She's 48. So she's 17 years his senior. Um, and I got it. And look, there's no PDA. So we, we got the photos of them. They're sit- out
0: at a Japanese restaurant they're, they're called Zuma da- in, they're in s- Miami. They're
1: sitting down together. Apparently, they were on some sort of double date. They're, they're, there's no PDA that we could see. And then our eyewitnesses are telling us there was no PDA as well. But they're sitting together. They're also leaving together. He's yes. trailing very closely behind. I think
0: apparently when Larsa was I noticed think, some people say she looked uncomfortable that, yes, that the attention was that upon that once, her once she that,
1: started noticing people notice her she got a little skin can imagine her
0: uncomfortable with attention but yes anyways,
1: but, but I gotta say I, it seems that they're
0: together they're hooking up or they're banging or whatever I don't know I and we have to give context for why this matters so Michael yes. Jordan obviously The Last Dance was a huge documentary well yes. that, that documentary didn't go down well with Scottie Pippen no, and there's always been sort of a, a, a tense relationship w- between those two because if you yes. watch basketball in the 90s uh, Scottie Pippen was largely responsible for the success of, of, the Chicago, yeah. of the Chicago Bulls. You're right. And he really was. He would always guard the toughest competitor on the uh, on the court. Uh he got sort of clutch blocks and steals, not things that necessarily fill up a statue. Michael Jordan was the preeminent scorer right. on that team. The offense ran through so him. Michael he was a did great not defender. achieve the, ex- the success
1: he got until he Scotty came along.
0: He needed Scotty. He Remember, did. he was a not a fairly one-dimensional guy early in his career. He scored a ton of points, yeah. but then he really rounded out his game, uh, became a, a great defender. But Scotty really was the glue. He was. Now, Michael can always say that when I left for those two seasons, Scotty didn't get it done. And that's 100% true that's as well. True. They won three before he retired. Uh, but that Michael wasn't getting, getting it done before Scotty came along either. That's so right. both are true. And these guys both have huge egos and both yes. have a point. And some people have come out and defend them. Gary Payton has said, look, Scotty was very important, but he's gotten his due. People know Scotty and other yeah, people yeah, have yeah. said Scotty didn't get his due. So right. this is a tough relationship. Now, Scotty must see this. They've, he hasn't been with Larsa for years. They had right. sort of a, a strange divorce and he's right. had some financial issues over the years. But uh, this is gotta hurt. And I don't know who it hurts more. I think Michael
1: probably enjoys watching this. Oh my god, for sure. He's relishing this. Yeah, 100%. But the thing the reason why this is even deeper is because Larza Pippen, supposedly, allegedly rumored, whatever, during her marriage with Scotty, especially toward the end, there were there's rumors and stories that she was cheating on him a lot yeah. with with future and also you know and Larza, yeah, there's a lot of Yes, rumor, and La- and Larsa another about. reason this is kind of and I'm not trying to be mean to Larza, but look she she's a, she hangs out with a lot of guys she's a lot Malik ra-
0: Beasley I think yeah like was- a lot of
1: NBA players a lot of young guys she's just always around some kind of young dude or whatever right and there's always speculation that she's like she's hooking up with who whoever mm-hmm. now she's with MJ's son and this hits close to home for Scotty because it's, Very you're so. with the son. Of my what I would consider my like mortal enemy these days or whatever maybe they're not mortal enemies but my, my no, but fault. there's a tough relationship yeah there. so it's like it, it it stings even deeper than than any anybody else and when we got these photos I was like I was shocked and, and we and we published them sure enough it started get it started trending it
0: was and I agree with you I think Michael Jordan uh, the person I've learned who he is from watching Last Dance he's a I don't petty know man there's a, there's Very, a pettiness absolutely. there absolutely I think he may be relishing this and rubbing his hands together because to see his son with his not arch enemy is the wrong way of putting it it's you're right like he was on another team. But his a guy who he has some, uh, some tough feelings about yes. and, some, and, some, and some yeah. So I feel bad for
1: Scottie Pippen here. Fascinating though. Uh, but anyway, so I guess that's a good place to leave it. This uh, is all drama. I love is. it. It's, so it's got a got the great way, way to come back from, from the weekend. Um, anyway, go check out the Michael Jackson documentary. airs at eight p.m. on Fox, and we will check in with you guys next time. See you then. Take it easy.